Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KFI AM at 640. Conway Show. Ding dong with all you Mondayers out there. How was your weekend? Who cares? Right? You don't care about your weekend. Why the hell would you care about somebody else's? I, I, I never understood that. I know I've, I've railed on that in the past, but uh, people are still doing the how was your weekend. And uh, two things. One, uh, nobody really cares, right? And number two, it's an opportunity for them to unload their weekend on you. Here's proof. Here's proof. About six months ago, uh, I was walking through a department here at IHOP Media. And somebody said to me, it was a male, it was a male, a man did this, a a, a man, right? Not a female, a man did this. He said, how was your weekend? And I went, what? He said, how was your weekend? And I said, ah, I said, bub, I said, I I don't play that. I don't play that game because first of all, I I don't want to sound rude, but it's just an opportunity for me, for you to unload your weekend on me. I don't care. And I really, uh, honestly, God, I didn't care about mine. I can't imagine getting it up for how yours was. And you know what he did after that? He told me about his weekend. No! Yes, I'm not kidding you. He told me that he went to a wedding and his no! all his family was there and how much it cost. And like, wow. Man, I, I couldn't have been more direct, right? If, if I punched him in the face, it wouldn't have been more direct. It would have been less direct if I punched him in the face. He'd be like, wow, he punched me in the face. I'm sure he still wants to hear about my weekend, but he's a little, he's a little crazy. God. Ow! So let me tell you about my weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all right, Crozier, I, I I couldn't wait to get in to tell you this story because I, I know that of all the people in this building, you could relate to this. Yeah. Uh, I uh, uh, big wins this weekend in the San Fernando Valley, right? So I had a ficus tree go down, oh. and this is like the third or fourth one, and I and I you know I, and I, I got a quote for sixteen hundred dollars to top them all. Right. To shave them all down and top them all and to remove all the limbs. I'm like sixteen hundred dollars. I could do it myself. I don't need to pay a guy sixteen hundred dollars. Right. So the winds were kicking up on Saturday. So I said, I have to do it this weekend before I lose another tree. So I go to Home Depot and I buy a 10 foot aluminum ladder for one hundred ninety nine dollars. That felt pretty good, right? (laughs) When you go to Home Depot and you buy like a light bulb or you buy a plant or something, there's a there's a feminine thing that goes along with that but when you buy a ladder man you are all man there's no question yes you own that <laughs> joint right you're walking out of there with a ladder a 10 footer by the way 10 foot is a is a serious ladder that's like that's yes so i get it home i'm 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 up on the top of the 10 foot ladder i'm cutting limbs and these are big limbs you so know when you say 10 foot ladder you mean it's literally 10 foot or it expands to go 10 feet. no 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 it's it's a uh one of those v ladders and um, it's 10 foot high v ladder and it's a and it's Woo. 10 feet man you're up there Macarena. so it's 30 mile an hour winds the trees are blowing back and forth hitting the ladder and me right i got my protective glasses on i, I recommend that to everybody and and i'm and i'm chopping away at these trees and some of the limbs that I'm cutting down are like literally like 20 or 30 pounds, you know, with the big, uh, you know, base and the, and the trunk and, and cutting off like 20 to 30 pounds per tree. 
and and it, it's become it's fairly successful, but it's moving a lot. And twice I thought I was going down. And you know when you when you fall when you think you're falling off a ladder, there's nothing that panics you in the world more. Oh yeah. You know you 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 come yeah. you come to life, man. If you're yeah. buzzed, you're not buzzed. If you're tired, you're not tired. Your crotch area get all warm. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Your heart skips a little. And and I and I and I, I so I, I'm up there, you know, moving and grooving with the trees and the ladder and everything. And then I'm out there doing the front trees uh, or the trees on the side, and I'm up on the top of the ladder. I need to reach up a little higher, so I'm on the second to last rung. I'm only the only one that's above me is the last one that's not a step, right? And where the paint should be. And I'm up to the second to last one, so my knees are right above the top of the ladder. Ooh. I'm up there. Is anybody helping you? No, nobody's helping me. No, 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 not, not in our house. Uh, Dad, can I help you? Mm, so far, over. That's that's <laughs> usually. Yeah. You mean as far as them asking, or are you accepting? Nobody. Occasionally, it's asked, but I don't accept. I'm usually, you know. yeah. I, I I don't accept. I, I it's not uh, it's not a team job. <laughs> so I'm up on top of this ladder, way up there. The wind's howling, thirty miles an hour. Trees are moving, limbs are falling, and a woman, a neighbor, comes up and goes, "Hey." I saw that licorice pizza. No, come on. Right? <gasps> and I'm like, oh, where'd you see it? She goes, I saw it up at the theater Westwood. I'm like, oh, okay. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, liked it a lot. And then she goes, um, hey, do you need a hand? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. Thanks. And she's all of a sudden, she's asking more questions. Oh. So I cut off a major ass limb, and it lands about a foot from her. Like, bang! You were still you were still hacking away. Hacking away. Hacking and whacking. <laughs> so it lands a foot from her. Uh, when the base, the, 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 the trunk of it hits first, it's like, boom! Right? Yeah, and she's like, oh, bounce. man. She goes, I got to get out of here. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you, you best get going, you know, because the wind's going to take these down. So I, now I have... Uh, probably about 600 pounds of treetops, right? And I don't know what to do with it. So I call these, you know, you go to Home Depot and you got, every, you know, 900 guys that approach you. And every estimate was 400, 450, 500, 550. And I'm like, there's got to be a way. Just to haul it away? Just to haul it away. The tree trimming is done. I did it, right? Yeah. So I said, you know what? I got to do it myself. I got it. I, I feel better when I do it myself. So uh, I called the city. They were very nice about it. They said, you know, put it in four different trash cans and then uh, we'll pick it up. And I'm like, uh, that's too much. So I, I go to U-Haul and I rent a U-Haul oh and God. I fill it with tree trimmings and trunks and branches and all kinds of crap. And then I haul it out to Sun Valley to 365. It's a it's a uh, it's not a dump, but it's a transfer station. OK, right. And I get out there and I and and I I'm, I'm dumping all this stuff myself and I'm out there with uh, my crew right every guy goes to the dump man I know everything about that dude yeah everything I love the dump I I go there up, up in Oregon all the time I like the smell of it I like the taste of it I like how it feels and I like every guy there is a real the only place man you find real guys at the track and the dump that's where they live. That's the only place they survive. Show, you show up and you just take that big inhale whiff. That's right. Ah, That's right. my home. And even the women who work in the office, man, you could lay any joke on them and they'd, they'd slap their knee and tell you a better one. <laughs> uh, but, man, oh, man. It, so for, so the, in, in, instead of hiring some guy for 1600 I did it myself. I paid 50 for the U-Haul, 50 to dump it. Uh, 199 for the ladder, and 
That was it, right? But the ladder I'm going to amortize over the next 10 years. So ladder is probably about five, maybe $4. So I did the, instead of $1,600, it was $104. There you go, right? And then like a moron, I go on TVG and I lose most of the money I would have spent on having a guy do it. <laughs> Priorities, man. That's right. If, right? The, if the wall's going empty, it's going empty by your way. That's exactly right. And if I fell off the ladder, man, he did. He died what he loved doing, falling 19 feet on his head. Candles fickle flame. Goodbye, AM 640. Conway Show. I have an old uh, neighbor of mine, speaking of you know being up on ladders and falling and decorating the house for Christmas and stuff. I, I, I have a, uh, a friend of mine, a neighbor of ours, used to be LA County fire captain. A really cool dude. Literally lived right next door. And he told me, because I was up on the roof decorating for Christmas one, one year. And we have a one-story house. And... I was up on the top, uh, like sort of the apex of the of the roof there, and he said, "You got to be careful up there." And I said, "Yeah, I, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it." And he said, "He said, ninety percent of the time, if a guy falls off a single story house, he survives. Ninety percent of the time, if he falls off the roof of a two story house, he dies." He goes, "That's about the so keep that in mind." That's why I don't go in that second story of my house. Yeah, I'm like an an idiot. I I do all the decorating and I, you know, I pray I play, you know, fast and loose with the decorations and the ladders and stuff like that. I'm 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 going to I almost fell off again twice this weekend. I one of those things where you go to grab and you miss holding yourself on and then you grab it again. You're like, "Oh Christ." <laughs> but, 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 yeah, oh man. Oh, <laughs> that total. That'll hey, go, go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun to do it though. It's fun to do it yourself, man. It's a sense of accomplishment. It's no great. interest in at least having Jen like hold the ladder or nah, something like that. Because that's the one thing I'll, I might ask Jen to do is like, hey, just hold this just so I feel a little bit better. Because with me, it's like once you get that tilt, yeah. you're like, oh, you screwed. Yeah, you're, you're moved. <laughs> um, No, but but Jen forever since we've met has, has asked me and begged me, please don't go up on that ladder. Let's hire someone to do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. And every single time I'm like, look, let's not even have the conversation. I'm going up the ladder and you're going to complain about it. So don't watch it. I mean, if that's what you have to do, just don't look, you know, and and because like your wife can't watch or your not wife, but soon to be wife. Soon enough. Two weeks. Um, That's great, buddy. Two weeks. Yep. Wow. And newlywed. Well, you are. Um, but she can't watch you go up a ladder, huh? She gets, yeah, she gets anxiety and yeah, it bugs her to hell. And we, I took down a, a 20 foot tree that was beside my house uh, yesterday. That twenty foot's a lot, buddy. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I took it right. It was uh, the wind. I we we assumed the wind kind of got to it that we didn't notice at first from that big one in the Claremont a couple uh, like a month or two ago, and uh, we kind of went to the side of the house and saw this thing at a forty five degree angle away from the house. Thankfully, but it, towards somebody else's house, toward the cinder block wall that separates with the neighbor. You saved yourself two grand at <laughs> yeah. least. Because if that fall would have fallen, it would have broken the cinder block wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easy. Because this thing was a good 
uh, two feet circumference around wow. the, you know, the trunk. Okay. So I this weekend I just I took all the all the uh, the branches off of it and I got between the tree and the house, <laughs> and pushed. back on the house, and then feet on the tree and pushed. And then I cut and I was cutting all the uh, all the roots from underneath, and then eventually the whole thing came down. Twenty foot tree did it. That's did, great, dude. Jen and I. She How was long great. did it take you? I it took a hour. Do you have a chainsaw? No, no. I just had the the, the really strong cutters. Oh, okay. Like almost like the bolt cutters, the right. garden ones. Right. Yeah. Take but how'd you cut the trunk? Uh, I haven't cut the trunk up yet. Oh, you didn't. Okay. No. Uh, saws all. Um, I got a skill saw. Yeah. You know, I, I I'll tell you a quick story about a a, a chainsaw. I bought a chainsaw because at our older house, <clears throat> we had a a bunch of trees I had to cut down. I didn't want to pay the money like a cheap a hole. <clears throat> so I bought a chainsaw, and you know the one thing that you got to remember a chainsaw, you got to constantly oil it. Mm. You oil it and sharpen it, oil it and sharpen it. It'll be, you know, your friend for life. So the chain falls off it, right? So I unplug it and, and I'm, I'm working to get the chain back on it. So I'm getting the chain back on and I'm, and I'm, you know, it's difficult to do. You get, you have to have a certain amount of tension on a chainsaw and, and I finally get it on and I look at the wall and I unplugged the lights and not the Woo! chainsaw. I worked for a half hour on a chainsaw blade where the it was still plugged into the wall. <sighs> Isn't that, I mean, that, you know, if that goes on, it takes all your fingers off immediately. Oh, yeah. You know, it doesn't notice that those aren't branches. <laughs> They're gone. I've never messed with a, with an electric uh, chainsaw. Growing up in the woods in Maryland and stuff, when yeah. we bought cords of wood and I used them all the time, it was always gas. But I, ne- I never owned one myself, but I always thought, that's the piece of equipment that I need to have an OCD about, and I don't have that kind of patience. So it's like I never even bother with a chainsaw. I I like the chainsaw, and I like the gas smell. I, yeah. I just can't, uh, you know, but as you get older, you're like, you know what? I got to stop something in my life, you know, <laughs> right. whether it's like vaping or drinking or eating crappy food. And mine was I can't constantly be around gasoline all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I I voted that out, but man, I love the smell of my grandfather's garage where he had all gas powered everything, the old tools and gas powered yep. everything. Oh yep. man, he was the best. He was the best man. <laughs> I admire people like that. And I can still smell that garage, man. And, and and if I ever go to someone's garage, it smells like that, man. It brings back every memory. You know, old garage smell is so yeah, awesome. The oil and the, yeah, yep, yeah, the gasoline, all the you know, the paint, the thinner, and all that crap uh, that's laying around. Man, oh man, that is uh, cool stuff. All right, uh, there's a Tesla crash right that went viral, and they're getting down on these kids for doing something. But I think we all did something stupid when we were kids, right? So people in an Echo Park neighborhood are upset after a dangerous and illegal stunt involving a Tesla ended in a crash right outside their front doors. This video is going viral. So many people talking about it. And it happened last night on Baxter Street in North Alvarado. That's where KCO 9's Lori Perez reports from tonight. Here we go. Lori, take it away. This is not CGI. This is not a movie. This was real life, real air, Saturday night in Echo Park. When LAPD says the driver of a rented Tesla decided to jump the crest of Baxter Street. I wonder if the insurance covers it. You take out the $12 a day. (laughs) Hey, uh, boys. Oh, yeah, it's going to need some more paint. 
before coming to a crashing stop. Oh, it was like, holy shit. That's pretty much the reaction of everyone who sees the now viral videos recorded by a crowd of spectators just after midnight Saturday. And I heard the crash. I felt the crash. Neighbors who ran out of their homes took this footage. They say it shows the Tesla occupants getting into a quote-unquote support Tesla to flee. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Look, if you live on one of L.A.'s steepest streets and everybody's looking for TikTok views, uh, there's going to be some long nights, late nights up on uh, in, in that area. <laughs> Quickly and quietly abandoning the totaled car. So the fact that they tried to jump it was just so dumb. And then everything that happened after was just kind of insane. Yeah, it was just this like eerie silence because it was like what just happened. And it was like this weird calm. Jordan Hook is not calm. Now it can't be turned or driven. The Tesla slammed into two cars, Ooh. including his Subaru. Oh, the cringeworthy boy. thing that gets your bo blood boiling isn't necessarily like the car jumping and crashing. It's like just the attitude of these guys. Yeah, it was kind of a, a pretty relaxed attitude with these fellas. Just the attitude of these guys and like the fact that they're just so cocky about it and then they just get up and, and leave after it's done. Believe it or not, he's seen this stunt before here in 2020. Yeah, it's an interesting video. Look, everybody, when you were we were young, we all did stupid things, really stupid things. All right. They're just accelerated now because of TikTok. So, you know, while you do blame the kids, I think you also have to blame, you know, how many people will want to see that video as well. LAPD saw that one, too, and was not impressed by either. So here again, another, uh, you know, trying to use kind words, another person uh, doing the same stunt. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's tough, man, to live up there with the uh, age of TikTok. Because, <laughs> again, man, <laughs> there's a lot of cats up there doing a lot of crazy stuff. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. KFI AM 640's Conway Show. Hey, if you step off the curb, you want this guy in your corner. Mark Garagos is with us. Uh, Mark, how are you, bub? I'm very good. How about you? Long I'm, time no talk. Yeah, yeah, long time. You're a racetrack guy, right? I, I used to be at Santa Anita and Hollywood Park with great frequency, but since uh, since the last horse got put out to pasture, I oh. haven't been there as often. Oh, okay, so you're not one of these, uh, uh, you know, animal nuts who's staying away. You just don't have any more action. I don't have, you know, one of the worst things that ever happened to me is a client gave me a racehorse <laughs> as a feed, and that horse won. And I thought, hey, this is the greatest thing in the world. About ten horses, about ten horses, and God knows how many vets killed later. <laughs> I know. I remember my dad had a horse, and he got a call from his vet saying that the horse is swimming today. And my dad goes, swimming? 
we got to get that thing running. What's it? He goes, I'm not even swimming. <laughs> I, I, I will never forget getting one of the first vet bills. And I said, I've never paid this much on a deductible for my own medical care, let alone, uh, let alone some horse. <laughs> right. I know. It's unbelievable. And then when the trainer loses, he always gives you an excuse. And my dad said, just give me the number of excuse. Is it number 15? Is it number 18? Is it number three? What is it? <laughs> Exactly. But it is Boy, a fun game. Look, Mark, you, you know this better than anybody. There's nothing like having owning a horse. It's coming down the stretch. It's gaining on the leader, and you have a shot of winning. It doesn't matter what the purse is, man. That gets your blood rolling. There is no greater thrill. And, and boy, when your horse wins and you run down, as you're screaming and you run down to the winner's circle, it's the best. Right. I mean, you know, I, I, I think it's the only time where guys can get away with that or guys have that kind of energy. I mean, if I were to say to you, uh, hey, your, your cousin, uh, you know, Sylvia is coming to dinner, you'd never go, yes, come on with this, Sylvia. Come on with this, Sylvia. I can't exactly. wait to see her. Run down, <laughs> running up the stairs, cheering. <laughs> It'll never, it's the only place. That's the reason people go. You know, it's, it, 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 it's one right. last thing to get your blood uh, really rolling out there. Hey, so you're you're involved with this uh, Jesse Smollett case in a in a sort of a, a, a interesting way. Well, the I, the first time around, uh, he when he was charged, I um, negotiated uh, the dismissal along with a local lawyer there, Judge uh, Patricia Holmes, and then the second time around, um, because I had another case I was dealing with, um, he hired local counsel, and I let him borrow. Uh, uh, to kind of continuity, my New York partner. So cool. I uh, have known Jesse for quite a while, and I know the case. And uh, and I have a what probably is an unpopular opinion, which is that um, you know, for whatever you think about uh, Jesse, the fact is is that he was prosecuted once, he was punished once, he forfeited, sure. by the way, ten thousand dollars, which. Uh, even by horse racing standards, it's still real money. <laughs> right. And uh, that's, and by the way, double jeopardy counts if you're punished once. Right. So, you know, most people think of double jeopardy as, you know, the traditional, uh, if there's a uh, jury that's been sworn and then there's a dismissal or in a court trial, if you call a witness uh, or um, that's jeopardy attaching, but punishment is jeopardy. Right, but why do you think it is then that he was retried? Do you think it's all political? Oh, it's totally political. I mean, one of the things that I've seen kind of front row center is this Cook County machine. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to take out Kim Fox, who was what many people refer to as a progressive prosecutor. And uh, what they did is they made the attempt. They kind of revived this thing, I think, uh, illegally. Uh, they had a judge appoint a special prosecutor, which, by the way, notwithstanding this case or anything else, I've been on record for 25 years, um, not, uh, not uh, coincidentally, um, back when Ken Starr was a, appointed a special prosecutor, and once right. again with Robert Mueller, both sides of the ideological spectrum. I've always said wow. there's no, we don't have a, we don't have a, I think, a system that should ever have a special prosecutor. I, that's usually somebody who's, you know, give me the man, I'm in search of a crime. Right. And they have unlimited money and unlimited power, too. I don't know how anybody ever escapes those. That's exactly right. It always reminds me of when Edward Bennett Williams owned the Washington Redskins and he had 
they're no longer the Redskins. Right. But he had George Allen as his coach, and he used to say, I gave him an uh, unlimited checking uh, check account, and he's already exceeded it. That's <laughs> the same thing, the exact same thing when it comes to a special prosecutor. Now, now you're involved with the brothers who were mixed up in this uh, as well, right? Well, they right after we got the dismissal, whatever it was, a year and a half ago, two years ago, um, they filed a lawsuit against me and my firm for claiming that I made statements, which I never made. A federal judge promptly dismissed it. And so last week I decided, what the heck, might as well sue them and sue their lawyers. And we did sue them for malicious prosecution. And we'll see how they like it when uh, they weren't telling the truth or their lawyers weren't telling the truth. Right. And now we are. So it's a turnabout's fair play. And where is that Where is that case? Is it is it going to trial? Coach. Cook County just right. filed it last week. We'll see what happens. Um, we uh, Cook County in Illinois. It's in the state court. We'll see right. what they do. And and are are they? I mean, obviously they, they don't have a ton of dough, but uh, I think you just want them to uh, tell the world that they were they were they were wrong. Yeah, when they when when they concede they were wrong, but they're, uh, I'm sure they've got lawyers there, and they, yeah. I'm sure this was. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I speculate that the, this was lawyer-driven because uh, there were some lawyers who were using the notoriety for uh, their own purposes, as we say in the complaint. And so we'll see how the lawyers uh, look, uh, how, whether they have uh, insurance policies to pick up their defense. Mark Aragos is with us. Uh, a great uh, attorney and also a racetrack fan. Uh, let's say uh, that you know this that Jesse Smollett uh, was not involved with this case, but that entire plan to try to make more money, uh, you know, to blame other people, to blame conservatives, going out for a sandwich at two thirty in the morning. It does sound like it needed to be a, a second draft in order for it to be a, successful. Well, look, the um, you know, there's so many things, and I could belabor it, and I. Uh, you know, I uh, can laugh as much as anybody can. Sure. In fact, watching the Dave Chappelle uh, oh, that's special great. about it, <laughs> I've teased, teased the client uh, uh, innumerable times, uh, juicy small <laughs> uh, The fact remains that he was punished once, and in our system, you don't get a mulligan or a duel. I get so it. I get I, it, man. You know, that's uh, you know, you, you can you can take issue with it. You can say whatever you want, but you know, right. Tim Fox, who is the prosecutor, came out last week also, and I thought gave an interview that encapsulated exactly everything that was wrong. She said this was a tremendous um, waste of resources uh, by a uh, by a mob-inspired small group, and uh, I'm hopeful. You know, there's a pretty good indication. I had predicted that he would not stay in jail that long and sure enough the appellate court sure. once they got this thing immediately ordered his release without bond and one of the reasons i, I suspected that is because once this gets up to a dispassionate um kind of uh, thoughtful review they're going to say hey i don't care if you don't like the situation or you don't like somebody that doesn't mean you get to just keep redoing it until you get the result that the mob wants that's right all right mark we'll see you out at santa anita and uh, uh you know we'll, we'll uh, you know have a couple of beers oh, and boy. uh and lose we'll a ton of money beers and- exactly i'll be there <laughs> okay yeah. all right thanks for coming <laughs> i appreciate it mark all right mark garagos uh great attorney and a big guy uh, racetrack fan
That's great. Somebody paid him. Somebody owed him money from a case. And they paid him with a racehorse that won. The worst thing that can happen to a guy in the world <laughs> is he wins his first race. Man, oh, man. I can't even ima- imagine at the end of it when he was kind of done how much he had laid out. <laughs> you know? I bet hundreds of thousands of dollars. Easily. AM 640, it's Conway Show. Pat Boone is going to be on at 7 o'clock. People love Pat Boone, right? Uh, he's going to come on and talk about uh, the mulligan. Uh, he's got a, I don't know, movie or, I don't know, what, what is the mulligan? What is is the, he doing another heavy metal album? Yes. Yes. The uh, the uh, Metal Mood, I think it's called. The 25th anniversary well, CD. Oh, got it. The Mulligan movie, yeah. He's in a movie called The Mulligan. Ding dong, right? Ding dong with I was that. Kidding guy. about the metal thing. That's pretty cool. Man, that guy's been around a long time. Very nice dude. Um, all right. Uh, this uh, poor person is scrambling to find a new place. After 10 years of living in a building, this guy, Daryl Howard, I believe his name is, he was told he had to get the hell out, right? Gave 30 days notice after being on the in the same apartment for 10 years. Longtime renters in a downtown LA building are scrambling right now to find a new place to live. An entire floor of low-income renters in downtown LA is being evicted, and the city says they never should have been there in the first place. Wow. Only on KCAL 9, our Christine Lazar shows us the units weren't fit for living. At this point right now, to be blunt, I have no future. After 10 years. Oh, it's poor guy, man. After 10 years. At this point right now, to be blunt, I have no future. After 10 years of living on the third floor of a building on 6th and Broadway, Daryl Howard was notified he was being evicted, given just 30 days to move out. I was asking myself why, because the notice gave no reason. It was just like. I wonder what he's paying there. Right? He's been there for 10 years. Maybe it's rent control, low income. I don't know. Everybody get out. Howard and his wife only pay $800 a month. A st- Whoa. <laughs> That's a sweet deal, man. Wow. Where are you going to find a place for $800 now? $800 a month. A steal for Los Angeles. Turns out it may have been well under market value because the city says no one was supposed to live here. It's illegal. What? I'm living here illegally. But it's not my fault. The third floor does not have a certificate of occupancy, according to Building and Safety. Inspectors were out at the building and immediately noticed that there aren't windows in the majority of the units. Wow, no windows in your place. Inside cabin, inside cabin, gang. (laughs) And the only windows in the hallway are locked. What if there was a fire or you needed to get out? How would you do that? I wouldn't. I would die. Not only is there no... no. I, lo- right. I, I, I love a guy who's it doesn't uh, beat around the bush. Yeah. Right? It's like, hey, if, if there was a fire, what would you do? I wouldn't. I would die. What? I would die. Yeah, but, but you, you try to get out, though, right? I would die. What? Not only is there no ventilation in these units, there's also no heating and cooling. Oh, my God. What's this guy living in? A storage unit? It's horrible. So in the wintertime, they use a space heater. And in the... Uh... Nothing can go wrong there, huh? So in the wintertime, they use a space heater. And in the summertime, he bought a portable air conditioning unit. But since there's no window to attach it to, he just put it into the ceiling and hoped that it would work. Wow. I'd love to see this joint. Howard's neighbor, who has lived here... And by the way, I have to be honest with you. This wife has the patience of a saint, right? 
He's got her in a place with no windows, no air conditioning, no heating, no this, no that. And man, she's sticking with him. Woo-wee. Howard's neighbor, who has lived here nine years, says in the summertime, his unit reaches 100 degrees. Wow. That is wild. 100 degrees. Where are you going to go? I don't have a place right now. No apartment, no nothing. Uh, I go to check the other places, but it's too expensive. We called and... Man, you can hear it in their voice. Man, these guys are, are just... They got 30 days to move out. And you can hear the desperation in these poor people's voices. Where are you going to go? I don't have a place right now. No apartment, no nothing. I go to check the other places, but it's too expensive. We called and texted the landlord, but have not heard back. Howard has lived on the streets before. Being faced with this again in my life is very emotional and uh i have no answer so yeah i would i kind of feel like crying just but the camera's here and i can't cry so because i need to be strong for my wife wow man there's got to be a gofundme set up for this guy right there's a lot of people out there listening right now would love to help this dude out Residents tell me that the housing department has told them that the city is going to put them up temporarily because it's not safe for them to live there any longer. In downtown wow, L.A., I'm wow, Christine wow. Lazar, KCAL 9 News. Ah, that's horrible. I, poor guy's uh, really down on his luck. Well, if there's a GoFundMe set up for him, we'll uh, you know, mention on the air. What the hell? Right? Um, all right, we have a, um, where was this story here? Oh, here it is. Uh, Malibu, home invasion. In Malibu, right? Never happens in Malibu. There's wealthy people. I have a lot of protection out there. But a home invasion in Malibu. While a Malibu homeowner is sharing her story after a brazen robbery, two armed men broke into her home last week. While she was getting uh, ready for bed, CBS 2's Brittany Hopper found out how she's fighting back. This incident has not only rattled the homeowners, but also this entire community in Malibu. And now the homeowner wants to speak out. This is the glass door that they broke to get into my house. And she was in the house with her dog, right? Uh, about to hit the hay. Joanne Moscone and her husband came home from dinner Wednesday night. Her husband and some friends had left the house briefly. She went ahead to get ready for bed. It was just before 9 p.m. Went into my bedroom. I was exhausted. I wanted to go straight to bed. And then I started hearing noises mm. around my house. And I thought it was an earthquake. Oh, boy. Because the noises I started hearing were like doors shaking. But it wasn't an earthquake. Instead, she says it was two men armed with guns who had broken her glass window and entered into her home. Our chopper was overhead after deputies had been called. Moscone said without hesitation, she grabbed her dog and ran out of her front door yelling for help. Wow, that's always a, a dicey thing to do, right? If you run by the two guys with guns, oh boy. This is security video that shows her running for her life. All right, and we'll pick this up here, but this, uh, she has had it, right? And the people out at Malibu have had it as well. Uh, crime is now affecting their neighborhood. And when you start to F with people in Malibu, uh, a lot of action starts to happen, right? Uh, and we'll, we'll uh, get to that. But when we come back, Pat Boone is with us. Pat yeah. Boone. Yeah, promoting his, uh, his uh, Metal Mood 25th anniversary and also the Mulligan movie. We'll ask him what uh, that's all about. Pat Boone next on KFI AM 640. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.